Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Edmonton was high on my list. Um, they got a lot of skill up front, and I think they have a bright future ahead. I still don't have a Stanley Cup, so I think joining this team is, is pretty exciting. Uh, when I look at the potential that the lineup has, my decision was uh, pretty easy. Obviously, with those high caliber players they have on their roster, and just being in a hockey city, uh, made my decision real easy. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Plath. This is Malala. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country, and this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by. Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. song welcome everybody bob stoffer joining you on oilers now back in town what a whirlwind over the last uh, 48 hours or so uh down at uh, practice monday over at rogers place drove over to the studio host the show here boom on the plane flew into calgary uh did the broadcast on monday night then flew back to edmonton oh wait sat on the tarmac for two and a half hours rolled in around three in the morning 
rinse and repeat yesterday as well. It is an awesome life, let me tell you. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers back-to-back preseason victories over the Calgary Flames and the Vancouver Canucks. And really, it's all about evaluation at this time. So much to get to on today's edition of Oilers. Now brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex, trusted by 630Ched. Visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. Uh, we just had the mayor. Don Iveson in studio, and when I was at the university a long time ago, uh, Don was uh, involved with uh, a couple different entities, including uh, the uh, the newspaper industry. Uh, very smart guy. I haven't always agreed with him on every philosophical issue or his interpretation of uh, the initial dealings with the city. And uh, at that time, Rexall Sports, now the Oilers Entertainment Group. But those, uh, hey, you got to ask questions, and I think we're all at a better place, and all you need to do is go down to Calgary and see what they're up against down there. And uh, it's, a, it's a funny time in this province because I can tell you, um, when uh, Doug Ford, was it Doug Ford? Who's, who's the, who was the mayor? Which was it? Rob Ford was the mayor, and I know he's since passed away, but I just remember I had uh, Eastern Base media guys going, your mayor in Edmonton kind of looks like a Kennedy. And I'm like, no, actually, the Kennedys wish they looked like Don Iveson. But uh, and then you have uh, a guy like Rob Ford who was commenting on how much he got to eat at home. That was one of his uh, infamous statements, if we recall correctly. But uh, anyhow, we have a situation where you've got, you know, some different philosophical views, but it doesn't mean that you don't have very smart people in certain roles. And I can tell you when it came to uh, Rachel Notley, and I know a lot of you that would listen to a show called Oilers Now, and of course, hey, you know what side of the ledger I come on when it comes to oil exploration in the province and all that kind of stuff and getting um, you know getting business deals done. But when I was at university, Rachel was amongst the smartest people there, and there was no debate about that. Can't speak for the rest of her party. Just wish sometimes maybe she was, I don't know, on the other team. Maybe somebody else has to get out there in politics. Maybe Don has to, well, the power, the problem with provincial politics is the powers in federal politics. Um, I know uh, Dave Mowat, who recently retired from ATB, I thought, there would be a guy that would be a great premier. But would you really want that right now? Not sure. Hey, Stoffer, this is a hockey show. Let's get to hockey. Anyhow, we're just having a little bit of fun with you right now on Oilers Now. Uh, coming up on today's show, Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey and Rogers, and you. That's what we got going on today and a whole bunch of tape from last night's game that we're going to get to. Here's how you get hold of us. You can reach us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. They've got Steve Earl and the Dukes, the 30th anniversary of Copperhead Road on September the 23rd. And you can text us at 630-630 for Westlock Forward. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Forward. Uh, check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. By the way, uh, just, uh, you know, for those of you that, that get this and maybe you own a small business, Never underestimate the importance of your website. It's how people today, you know, you use a thing like advertising on a radio show, and I'm never going to sit there and say, we've got the most lit. We have very competitive numbers on this show. That's what I'm going to tell you. Very competitive numbers. Podcasts, very competitive numbers. 12 plus, 25 to 54 men, all those sort of things. But... Have a good website. 
If you got a company right now, it's important because it's how people search out information. That's kind of how it works today. So have a good website, and uh, you can check out westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. Uh, we are on Twitter at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Producer Brad, Brad Whisker in the house helping us put this show together. Where did uh, where did Escott go? Is he not here today? Or? He's down at uh, Oilers practice getting the lay of the land with Reed Wilkins. Oh, well, who's... No, 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 no. The, the guy's... The guy hasn't even operated a full shot. He could have gone down there on a different day. What's he going down there today? Hey, I don't call the shots. What What is going on here? Who? who? You go to Vancouver and look what happens, eh? Two days in a row. You know, sometimes it's funny because they want me to go with the sales guys to help close the deals, right? Or sometimes find the business up front. And I'm the last guy to find out that Brendan Escott, who's supposed to be here helping produce the show. So we got Brad Whisker. You're still technically producing it, so that's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and we've got uh, the one and only Dustin Hoffman. I mean Dustin Kaufman on the other side. Hey, how many Dustin, how many times have you heard that over the years? My whole life. Your whole life? Yeah. Yeah, well, did you, did you have a favorite uh, Dustin Hoffman character? Not, not off the top of my head, no. You ever see Tootsie? No. You don't look at all like Dustin uh, Hoffman, by the way. Was he in, was Dustin Hoffman in Midnight Cowboy? He was in Midnight Cowboy, wasn't he? Pretty sure. You want to look that up for me? Uh, Let's have at it. Uh, Texas at 630-630 on the West Hawk Ford text line. Your favorite Dustin Hoffman role. Because he's not, you know, it's not, like, it's not like he's Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. No. Like, those guys are sort of seen in a different stratosphere than Dustin Hoffman. Still a legend, though, in the acting community. Was Dustin Hoffman in uh, Midnight Cowboy? Can you check that out? He was, 1969. He... Wow. Look at the memory. I'm getting... <laughs> Don't have much, but I still have that. <laughs> All righty. Uh, yes, uh, the Oilers in Vancouver last night. Lots to get to. Uh, I tweeted out after the game. Three of the best players in the game. I mean, yes, Apollyarvi. I and there's been a lot of debate about the deployment of yes, Apollyarvi in this market. Um and I think less is more out of the gate this year. I think that he has to uh, build some confidence with his teammates. I like the fact that he slotted with Strom and Carrot. Cairo was pretty good last night, but uh, Poliarby was uh, the dominant player for me on that line. Strom played an effective game. Uh, Kyra Yamamoto with the kids. The kids playing. They were the only three guys that played the back-to-back games. And um, I thought Yamamoto was the best of those three kids last night with Tyler Benson. And Ryan McLeod, though, McLeod again made some strong defensive plays uh, in support, was on pucks, but Yamamoto uh, was certainly effective. And then Ty Ratty, it was a big night for him because he was not with McDavid and Nugent Hopkins in what many would consider one of the plum assignment roles in the National Hockey League, but he was out there with Ostap uh, Safin, who uh, got returned uh, right on the plane as we were taking off in Vancouver last night uh, to juniors to go play for St. John for Danny Flynn. And uh, Cooper Marodi, who will probably get one more preseason game. But anyhow, I thought Rowdy was uh, head and shoulders of the best player in his line. End result, Edmonton gets a 4-2 victory. By my count, Vancouver had four of their starting six defense. They had seven of their top uh, 12 forwards in the lineup. Their backup goaltender, Cam Talbot, was stellar for the Oilers. Uh, the Oilers had some penalty issues during the course of the game. Did a pretty good job killing penalties. Didn't like the penalty Cassian took. Like, that can't be a regular season penalty. Uh, Edmonton, I'd say, okay, give them six forwards that we know for sure. Eh, maybe seven that are going to be in the lineup. Two defensemen that are going to be in the lineup for me. And uh, obviously Talbot started. But let's get to some thoughts from last night's game. And here is uh, Oilers uh, head coach Todd McClellan uh, in terms of uh, getting off to the uh, 2-0 start uh, just in preseason. And I know it's just in preseason, and it's just about evaluation. 
It's always nice to win. Uh, we realize it's the exhibition season, but we're trying to, to create some confidence in the group and uh, find ways to win games. And uh, this group did a pretty good job tonight. A um, bit of concern in the, the number of penalties we took. I thought we overtaxed our team uh, far too many times. And it wasn't necessarily the penalties, often the play leading to the penalty that caused it. And um, we'll have to clean some of that stuff up. Good night from both our goaltenders. I thought... Uh, Telbs was outstanding, and uh, Monty going in, uh, especially in the penalty kill situations, they moved the puck around pretty good, and I uh, was happy for both of those guys. All right, so the Oilers uh, get themselves uh, the victory. What was the final score, anyways? It was, uh, I know they won 7 4 money. Was it 4 2 last night? It was 4 2. Okay, yeah. Brad, that's why we have you here. <laughs> All right, uh, there's competition with the right wings, and Kyler Yamamoto uh, had a strong performance last night. Good two games, two goals, four points. Last year in the preseason, by the way, he had five goals and seven points. Here's Todd McClellan again. I, I think the scoring comes after doing a whole bunch of things, and uh, all of our players should be looking at, at it that way. Scoring comes after the forecheck, the tenacity, the read, the react, the effort, putting yourself in position to score. If he's doing all of those things and he's drying up a little bit at, at certain phases, even the best player in the world uh, sometimes dries up for a little, little bit. As long as they're doing the right things, they're eventually going to score. And... Um, you know, we can't pick our team based on convenience. You know what? Put him there because this guy doesn't, he has to clear waivers, all that type of stuff. We got to win games. We got to win games early. We got to win a lot of games early. Uh, we got to get some confidence in our team. And we have to pick the guys that give the best chance, the Oilers, the best chance of doing that. And if it's Yamo, then it's Yamo. And I, I brought a group of right wingers in the other day and I talked to them. And I kind of discussed where we are in camp before we started playing exhibition games. And there may be room for two of those individuals, and there may have been five or six of them in there. They'll sort it out. Doesn't Just because you played in the league before doesn't mean you have a job. There you go. Well, that's an amalgamation of comments from yesterday and then again last night. Uh, Todd McClellan added these comments on Ty Ratty's two-goal performance last night. I thought he had a, a tremendous night along the boards, uh, which is good to see somewhere where he's going to have to play hard, and he did that. Uh, quite a responsible night on his behalf. Uh, you know, probably the only negative was the hooking penalty, but uh, that can happen. Um, so we're, we're happy for him. All right. Uh, yes, Apolliarvi uh, had a goal. Should have had an assist as well. Uh, he used uh, his big body to uh, create some chances. And here's uh, the Oilers. Yes, Apolliarvi. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I try to move my legs pretty hard always when we forecheck. And that's pretty good. And one go, go score about that after that. You know what? I love it when a guy tries. And he's making an effort, and he's sitting there doing a post-game interview. And uh, you know what? So let's uh, watch this guy grow here over time. Uh, Ryan Strom played his first preseason game last night, had these thoughts. Yeah, I felt good. I thought it could have been better on face-offs and a couple little things, but it's the first game, so just trying to get uh, trying to get your feel back, get your timing back. I think there's a couple things I can improve on, but um, good starting point. I think our line has got to be pretty happy with the way we played, and um, got to just keep growing as a team and as a line and individually, and um, you know, get ready for that opening night. Cam Talbot, we mentioned, was stellar through 40 minutes of action yesterday, and then Al Montoya came on for the third. Talbot had this to say on his first preseason start. I felt pretty good. Thought I controlled uh, controlled the game when I got a chance. Made uh, 
uh, got out there, tried to help with the D-men a lot. Um, they made some good calls, and the communication was good, so it's a lot of a lot of positivity heading into the first preseason game. All right, and uh, there was one play last night that stood out and is going to be on the highlight of the week kind of material, the save. Here's Cam Talbot. Desperation, reach my glove out and, and just, you know, take away something. And, uh, you know, you don't want to use those up in preseason, but uh, at the same time, uh, you know, it's a good confidence building moving forward. So, um, you know, it's a, it's a big save in the first period there and um, kind of settled myself down from there, so it was nice. Elias Patterson was very good for Vancouver last night. Horvat had a strong game as well. Uh, combined with Besser, that trio, they have three legitimate top six forwards. They're big on Jonathan Dolan there, the son of Alf Dolan. He is a middle six forward for me at this stage. Louis Erickson, 10 and 11 goals in his first two years in Vancouver and a $6 million cap hit. Doesn't have Lucic's dimension, and Lucic has outscored him. And imagine how much... Uh, Vitteral has been directed Lucic's way over the course of the last eight months, uh, but still a more productive player. Both guys looking to uh, generate. Uh, you know, it, it's funny. I had somebody say to me today that he thinks Brock Besser could be as good as Taylor Hall. And I was kind of like, uh, okay, we'll see on that one. Uh, Patterson's going to be a, a very good offensive hockey player. And Horvat is a strong two-way center. Again, the Canucks had more of an NHL roster than the Oilers last night. They outplayed them, but it's the scale of which who Edmonton didn't have in. The fact that they didn't have McDavid and Dreisaitl. Because with all due respect to Vancouver, we're talking players that are strictly on a different plateau. Twelve twenty-one in Edmonton. This is Oilers now. Uh, the Oilers have just hit the ice as we speak. They're, they cut 17 players yesterday. I don't think there was any real surprises. Uh, so they're getting their camp uh, down quite a bit. They take on the Winnipeg Jets Thursday. Then we fly to Winnipeg Sunday. And then I'm just trying to look over here because that's as far as I've thought ahead. Uh, yes, and then the Vancouver Canucks are in Edmonton Tuesday, Arizona Coyotes on Thursday, and then Saturday afternoon, the Calgary Flames, at which point Edmonton will fly to Cologne. Interesting. Um, different charter service than the AC Jets program that does such a great job uh, throughout, uh, throughout Canada for the Canadian rights. So, and what's happened here? Is since 9-11, it's league-mandated that teams must uh, travel private charter. And uh, I, I'm, I'm somewhat bemused. And for those of you Albertans out there who are proud of our heritage and, and the fact that uh, uh, there are actually more uh, per capita post-secondary uh, graduates in this province than in any other province in Canada, people need to be reminded of that. Uh, obviously, we've we've had some ups and downs, uh, but our uh, mindset in this province isn't to uh, go to the feds and say, uh, you guys are going to give us how many billions uh, so uh, you can buy votes, so we're going to vote for your federal party. But that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but you will chuckle at this, because I know I'm chuckling. Folks from the NHL office in New York and Toronto are flying to Edmonton for the direct flight from Edmonton to Cologne. We have about 20 to 25 people flying. And and knowing how much of the NHL revolves around Toronto and uh, New York, that warms my heart when I heard that. 
I thought that was awesome. 12-23 at Edmonton, back with NHL today, and undoubtedly Brad Whisker is going to talk about the fact that in Toronto, though they haven't, when's the last time they won a playoff series there? Was that before the 0405 lockout? I think it, it would have been. Yeah. Yes, I think it was. They're already planning the parade after, and, and don't get me wrong, they're going to score a ton of goals, but Tavares had two last night, had an assist, and they were going nuts, and you know, it's. Uh, when was the last time? Were you born when they won the cup last? No, not quite. Yeah, my dad was only eleven. I was one. There you go. I was one when the Leafs won the cup in '67. Yeah, it's you know a what? Long time. Yeah, no, I, I just turned one. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I haven't waited as long as others. I'm thirty. But, I mean, I went through uh, the Sundin years and, and that sort of thing. And oh, yeah. I remember being a young kid and watching Dougie Gilmore, Wendell oh, yeah. Clark. I, I cheered for the Leafs against L.A. in 93. I wanted them to win. Now, have I told you how you change a light bulb in Toronto? No. You hold it there and let the rest of Canada revolve around it. Because <laughs> that's how they see things. All right. Uh, 1224 in Edmonton. Back with NHL today. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Welcome back, everybody. It's 1227 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer in studio. And just uh, for full disclosure, here's how it works on a practice day when the Oilers are in the community arena. We don't have access when there's concerts in town to our broadcast location. So there you have it. Uh, Let's go to NHL today. It's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. More than just sportswear. And here is Brad Whisker. Thanks, Bob. The Oilers opened the preseason. Two straight wins following last night's 4-2 victory in Vancouver. Ty Ratty led the way. Two goals. The others coming from Jessup Pugliarvi and Caleb Jones. Cam Talbot played the first two periods, stopping 22 of 23 shots and walking away with the win. Al Montoya played the third stopping 13 of 14 shots he faced. The Oilers back in action tomorrow night at home against the Winnipeg Jets. Face-off show kicks everything off at 5.30. Puck drop set for 7 o'clock. And as always, you can catch all the action right here on 6.30 Ched. The Oilers have also sent 16 players back to the AHL, one down to junior. The roster currently sitting at 43 players. Canadian teams in action today. Calgary lost 3-1 to Boston over in China. The other part of the group play in Vancouver tonight. Montreal welcoming Florida and Ottawa hosting Toronto. The Buffalo Sabres and restricted free agent forward Sam Reinhart have agreed to a two-year bridge deal. It's expected to carry an annual average value around $3.65 million. It has been confirmed that Montreal Canadiens forward Nick Delorier will be out indefinitely. He suffered a facial fracture in a fight against New Jersey Devils forward Brandon Baddock earlier in the week. The Florida Panthers have named four assistant captains for the upcoming season. Days removed from giving the C to Alexander Barkov. Vincent Trocek and Keith Yandel will wear A's for home games, while Jonathan Huberdeau and Aaron Ekblad will handle duties for the road games. And two quick reminders, the Oil Kings open up the regular season Friday at home against Red Deer Puck Drop at 7 down at Rogers Place. And the U of A Golden Bears play Augustana and Nate this weekend out in Athabasca. Bob? All right, it's uh, 1229 in Edmonton. We will head off to a global news weather traffic update. we got some uh, tremendous uh, responses, by the way, to everybody's fear. I didn't know Dustin Hoffman was this popular of an actor, but some people have fired like some great ones coming. I'm, I don't know if Craig Simpson's a big fan of Dustin Hoffman. I guess we'll wait and see. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.